It's Podathon Week on the Big Sky Astrology Podcast. And for five big days in a row, we're bringing you special episodes that put the fun in fundraising, including the week's planetary news, a closer look at the moon, and special Podathon surprises. Plus, your chance to win prizes, people. So many prizes. And now, here's your host, astrologer and author, April Elliott Kent. Hello, Invisible Friend. April here, and the date today is September 4th, 2023. Welcome to episode 194 of the Big Sky Astrology Podcast and to the first day of the fourth annual Big Sky Astrology Podathon. What is a Podathon, you might ask? Well, this is the week each year when I bring you five daily episodes in Labor Day week, complete with the big astrological news of the week, and this year, a deep dive into a few concepts that I often refer to on the show. Of course, this is also the week when I make my annual appeal for contributions, which help me cover the costs of producing the podcast. But first, I really do need to take a moment to say thank you to all of you who've helped the show over the past year, whether by making a donation, leaving a review, or to be honest, just by tuning in. Let me tell you a little secret. The listenership for the podcast has more than doubled since the last Podathon. And I am thrilled to think that so many of you are tuning in and finding value in the show. I absolutely couldn't or frankly wouldn't make this podcast without you. And I truly appreciate your support. I do my best to run a pretty tight ship. But there are costs associated with producing this weekly show. And I would rather turn to my listeners for help in covering these costs than to take on advertising. You know, we did work with some sensational advertisers in the early days of the show. But I know when I listen to my own favorite podcasts, I would much prefer to listen ad-free. And I'm going to assume that many of you feel the same way. And so once a year during Labor Day week, in a nod to the Jerry Lewis Labor Day telethons of my youth, I run this potathon. And then the rest of the year, I don't have to be talking about fundraising. You can make a one-time donation in any amount or become a regular monthly contributor. Just go to BigSkyAstropod.com. And to encourage your contributions, here are this year's fantastic giveaways. First, everyone who donates $25 or more, as well as ongoing monthly PodPal contributors, will be entered in a drawing for a chance to win one of these prizes. One grand prize winner will win a 90-minute reading with me. That's a $269 value. One lucky listener will win a 60-minute personal astrology reading with me. That's a $210 value. Another lucky donor will win free enrollment in one of my upcoming courses. Those average between $199 and $249. And two lucky donors will win a copy 
of my Followed by a Moon Shadow Eclipse report, which is a $35 value, and that will help you get ready for October's eclipses. To be entered in the drawing, you need to make your $25 or more donation at BigSkyAstropod.com no later than midnight on Monday, September 11th. The drawing will be held on September 12th, and the winners will be notified by email. But April, you ask, what if I just can't contribute that much? I am glad you asked. Everyone who donates $10 or more will receive access to my special bonus episodes for donors only that come out at the equinoxes and solstices. I also want to say that I know not everyone can contribute financially, and I get it. It is totally okay. Here are a few easy, free ways you can show your love and support for the podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe or follow the show on your app of choice. This is the very best way you can support the show and help it get seen by other listeners. You can leave a five-star rating, I hope, or write a happy review either on Apple Podcasts or any of the other platforms that allow these kinds of reviews. These really make my day. You could join the conversation on my website and make a comment at BigSkyAstropod.com. Just click on whichever episode you want to make your comment on. Finally, consider recommending the show to an astrology-loving friend. However you show your support, please know that I am very grateful. And now for today's episode. In this week's special daily episodes, I'll be covering the week's major astrological news, along with lunar happenings and also a special topic each day. Today, Mercury trines Jupiter at 3.29 a.m. Pacific time at 15 degrees, 34 minutes Virgo and Taurus. Mercury is on the Sabian symbol 16 Virgo and orangutan. And Jupiter is on 16 Taurus an old man tries in vain to share the mysteries. This is the second of three trines that are forming between Mercury and Jupiter during Mercury's retrograde period. The first was on August 9th, and the last will be on September 25th. At the first trine, I spoke about emphasizing the useful and practical in all of your communications. This trine, on this very interesting degree, also brings in the element of naturalness to bringing your honest, unadorned self to everything that you have to say and write and communicate. The Jupiter element in this trine says that we all have plenty that we want to share but Mercury in Virgo will help us keep our message a little more succinct. Also today at 7.10 a.m. Pacific time, Jupiter stations retrograde. It will be retrograde through December 30th when it will turn direct at 5 Taurus. And that coincidentally is the degree of the lunar eclipse that's coming up on October 28th. 
So we can sort of note that date, December 30th, in our mental calendar as a date when we're ready to actually take some action or do something related to the issues that come up at the October 28th lunar eclipse. During Jupiter's retrograde period, it's always good to look to our own inner guidance on subjects like beliefs and religion, education, travel, and generally speaking, adventure. Jupiter is a little less inclined to want to travel, maybe, when it's in Taurus. But if you do travel while it's retrograde, you might find that you enjoy revisiting places that you've already been. Hi, my name is Anne, and I listen to the Big Sky Astrology podcast from Charleston, West Virginia. I've been listening to April's podcast for at least a year or maybe more. I have also had a wonderful reading by her, and it helped me learn so much more about my individual chart. I feel like I learn something new every week, and I do appreciate that. And I hope the Potathon is a big success. So thank you, April. And I will look forward to listening to more episodes. So on that note, power out. And now for today's moon report. We'll be talking today about the moon in Taurus. And the day's moon sign describes the tempo and pace of the day and our natural way of coping with things emotionally. Monday is, of course, named after the moon. And if you wonder why you wake up on some Mondays feeling like you just want to crawl back into bed and hide, it could be that your moon is feeling a little bit sensitive. On this Labor Day Monday, when many of us in the United States will be enjoying a holiday from work, the moon is in easygoing Taurus, considered one of the moon's strongest signs. This is because Taurus, which is very earthy, brings stability to the sensitive and ever-fluctuating moon. And so it grounds us emotionally. Moon and Taurus days are best for working on established projects, especially the ones you find particularly enjoyable and not too strenuous. Moods on these days are generally a little bit more relaxed and indulgent. The moon's aspects today to other planets are relatively mild. The moon will trine the sun at 4.12 a.m. Pacific time, square Venus at 5.08 a.m., and then trine the Mercury-Jupiter configuration that is forming today. The moon trines Mercury at 10.35 a.m. and conjoins Jupiter at 11.05 a.m. Of all of those aspects, the only one that is potentially a little bit troublesome is the moon's square to Venus, especially because Venus rules Taurus, the sign that the moon is in today. So that's early in the morning. It's about 5.08, as I said, Pacific time. So about 8 a.m. on the east coast of the United States and actually in the early afternoon in Britain and Europe. When the moon is in a hard aspect with the planet that rules the sign the moon is in, it gives a little bit of a mixed message, and it says to me that there is something in this day that might suggest that you feel a particular thing is going to be easy, 
and then you kind of trip over a complication that comes up with it. The square is always an aspect I associate with irritation as well. So the moon generally, as I say, is making flowing aspects today. And that suggests that the mood is a little more stable and we're a little more cheerful than we might otherwise be. The exception, as I said, being that square to Venus. So just look out for that early in the day or early in the afternoon, depending on where you are. I also like to see the moon tying in with that aspect between Mercury and Jupiter today. It's incorporating the potential of that aspect into the day's rhythm and flow. A thing that I always like about Mercury being in good aspect with Jupiter, and this will be more relevant to those of you who are a little more adept at astrology, but if you are trying to choose a good time to do something on a day like this, it is very much in your favor to have Mercury in good aspect to Jupiter because that combination rules the ascendant and descendant of the chart for about eight hours out of each day. So a lot of the times when we're choosing a good time to do something in a day, we are trying to cash in on a nice aspect, like say Venus trying Jupiter or whatever it might be. But then we find that there is a conflict between the planets that show up on a couple of house cusps that are important to the matter. So this is an especially good day, I think, if you are trying to do something that involves getting cooperation from other people, collaborating with others, and sharing the information that you want to share. Now, each day of the week, is associated with one of the seven visible planets, and that includes the sun and moon. I thought that one thing that I would do this week is talk about that association between the planets and the days of the week. Monday is, of course, the moon's day. In the traditional home, Monday was the day for laundry, which is ruled by the moon. Before we had automatic washing machines, This was one of the most physically demanding household chores. If you think you dread Monday now, imagine if you woke up knowing that you were going to spend the day feeding clothes into a ringer and hanging them on the line. The moon is also connected to food. So this is a good day each week to cook up a big batch of something tasty that you can freeze and maybe thaw out for future meals haul out your old crock pot or Instapot and fill it up with ingredients that just can cook slowly while you're doing other things. Monday, ruled by the nurturing moon, is also a day for taking care of others. Take a container of your homemade stew to an elderly friend or inscribe a pretty card to a sick relative or phone someone far away. is everything on my show sheet, so I'm going to wrap this one up. Thank you for listening to the Big Sky Astrology Podcast. 
and for joining me for the first episode of the fourth annual Podathon. This weekly podcast is audience funded, and your generous donations help us keep the podcast coming to you free of ads. To make your donation, please go to BigSkyAstropod.com. Anyone who donates $10 or more will receive access to my special bonus episodes for donors only that come out at the equinoxes and solstices. And if you donate $25 or more, you will automatically be entered in my raffle for a chance to win one of these prizes. Two winners will receive a personalized copy of my Followed by a Moon Shadow Eclipse report. One winner will receive free enrollment in one of my upcoming courses. One extra specially lucky winner will get a free 60-minute reading with me. And one super lucky winner will get a full 90-minute reading with me. As longtime listeners know, I love to thank my financial donors on the air over the next 12 months. If you donate and you do not want me to mention your name, it's okay. Email me at aprilepigskyastrology.com and I will make sure to keep that little secret between you and me. That is it for this episode. Thank you very much to all of you for helping me kick off this fourth annual Podathon. Join me again bright and early tomorrow morning for another episode. And until then, keep your feet on the ground and your eyes on the stars. That's it for today. Don't forget to make your donation at BigSkyAstropod.com and join us each Labor Day weekday for another very special episode of the Big Sky Astrology Podcast.